0: Patriots Monday and Friday, 93.7, WEIFM fm and HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app.
1: This hour of the Rich Keith Show is brought to you by findmassmoney.org. It's fast, it's easy, it's free. Just to get a little bit more specific, is that a lot of talk has been about spending, right, I think, um, with, with the Red Sox. Do you plan on spending this offseason?
2: No, I, I know that we have uh, some, some needs to fill on our Major League roster. I think that there are multiple ways to get there, and our job is to take as comprehensive a look as we can at all possible paths.
3: That was Craig Breslow at his uh, introductory press conference as chief baseball officer of the Boston Red Sox. This is hour number two of the Rich Keith show with Fitzy here on WEI. And that was back on November 2nd, mm-hmm. where he said there are a variety of ways to add to your roster. He knows that they need to add to the to the roster. Didn't really answer the question, which was more specific about spending. How do you feel about the uh, the Red Sox offseason to this point, and uh, your optimism going forward as it relates to them actually spending on players? Uh, well, you know what you can't spell Breslow without. <laughs> What's that? Blows. That is because... true. Is that an anagram for blows.
4: Yeah, it's yeah. It. No, that's how this off season. The, this off season absolutely blows so far. I mean, it's terrible. You're getting outbid for who's this latest hump that they lost out? Seth. Seth Lugo? Lugo, yeah,
3: big hoss. Seth Lugo, which would have been a nice innings eater for him. Had a nice little season last year, and uh, you uh, got outbid by was it the uh, Yankees? The Je- and then, oh, the Royals. The Kansas yeah, the, City
4: Royals, the money printing factory that is <laughs> yeah. the Kansas City Royals, outbid you for yeah. So. Uh, yeah, last season three eight and seven, three and a half ERA. Okay, you know what he would have come in as? Just a dependable. He made all his starts. Like made, yeah, yep. Made twenty six starts last year. That's more not starts, bad. I think, than anyone else than in the most Red Sox. of the
3: guys in the Red Sox. And you would have put him in right there. To like, I'm not three, saying four, if fine. they got, for example if they got Seth Lugo, I'm not. It's not revisionist. I wouldn't have thrown a parade, but it would have been like, all oh, you're upgrading the team. It's like if you get Whit Field or if you get a few – like there are players that aren't the big splash but do help the team. You need both. This team needs both. Even if they get Yamamoto, you can't mm-hmm. only have Yamamoto and be like, hey, Yamamoto, turn around this last place team. Like, no, he needs help. He needs more guys. That's why like a Yamamoto and Seth Lugo and another guy, maybe yeah. a trade. Like now you're kind of talking, but – I have no faith in any of this getting done. They've only signed scrubs so far this year, and they're one of the teams that is going to get a meeting with Yamamoto. Now, they're not the only team. The Yankees, the Mets, the Giants. If you wait long enough, there's
4: a chance yeah. he may just, somebody may pull nice.
3: a giant offer out of their
4: pocket and go, it's good for the next hour. Or if you walk out of that room, it's gone. And he may say, like, wow. <laughs> Even I didn't think I was going to get thirty five million a year for ten years. Right, I'll take it. He'll do it. And, and you know, i you know, Merloney was tweeting up a storm about it recently. He changed his avatar to that photo of Yamamoto in his bullpen session, which was just straight fire. Oh, it was
0: incredible.
3: But yeah, Lou on Twitter I saw so him hot. saying that he feels better about it. This was last night. I don't know if he had been drinking. I know he's a big crown guy. I don't know if he had a couple of crowns, but couple. He said, "Yeah, you at this point to feel good about the Red Sox offseason, you're going to need maybe that that take that whole bottle down." So this was the news of the day. So Yamamoto met with the LA Dodgers. Oh, it wasn't us signing Roberto Perez? That it was, was us. <laughs> yeah, it was the Red Sox agreed to a deal with Roberto Perez. <gasps> we have two catchers. <laughs> I do. love. I love. I saw the breakdown. Somebody's like, he might take on like the Jorge Alfaro role. I was like, who gives uh, a rat? Fire ass? me into the sun. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want those players. So, no, So he met with the Dodgers. And you're like, yeah, of course the Dodgers are going to be a player. And guess who was in attendance? For the meeting with Yamamoto. Um, I'll go with uh, Ryan Reynolds. Mookie Betts, Freddie Mm -hmm. Freeman, and Shohei Otani. Wow, you don't say. So the Red Sox, they countered with Nick Pavetta, uh, (laughs) Tristan Costas, and Wally the Green Monster. And they're like, what do you say? Yalmo was like, How "What you is say this that?" Guy? And it reminds me of yeah. when Wally
4: made his first appearance coming out of the Green Monster in 1997, and he actually got booed.
3: Bo- booed. Yeah, booed right out of the state, <laughs> right out try- of the park. Get out of here, you, you creep! Yalmo was like, "What is this guy?" They're like, "Oh, he lives in the wall. His name's Wally. His sister <laughs> comes to some <summon> of the games.
4: <laughs> he always has I this stunned, this. happy face." Yeah it's really show t- most children are terrified of him <laughs> looks like he hasn't seen a gym in years
3: he's great you're, you're gonna yeah, love this
4: okay, guy okay so you got otani like hi good nice to see, nice to see you uh yamamoto i know that's not your first name anyway yoshinobu yeah um so anyway um remember when we were on the japanese national team in the world baseball Classic and we won the whole thing that was awesome right you want to do that like four or five times in the next 10 years yeah and, he's yeah, like, and oh, get-
3: oh by the yeah. way, I just came up with this real silly goose contract so they can offer you a ton of money up front. They're not paying me 70 million dollars against the yeah. tax this year. They're paying me two. So, we have then plenty of money. Then you can move money. home and you won't have to pay California taxes when the contract <laughs> is over. Yeah. Like it's insane. So you have Betts, Otani, and Freeman are literally three of the what? 8 best, ten, players, ten in, best players Yeah, in baseball, 3 of the sure. 10 best players in baseball. Uh, including a guy that would make the transition to the majors so much easier. It, and now I know the Red Sox; uh, they can offer that too, right? In in uh, Yoshida, so that's that could be helpful as well for their for their pitch. But Ooh, he's got a friend. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, just think about that. Like, you are going to play whatever your sport is of choice, and you have to go to a place where you know you, you don't speak the language, or at least it's not your first language, and you're just plopped into a brand new city, like. Whatever kind of comfort you could find, I think would help. But the, I mean, the the fact that the Dodgers are in it, they could still offer a ton of money. The Mets and Yankees can offer a ton of money, so I don't see the Red Sox outbidding these teams. Like I, I feel like there's almost zero chance that they get Yamamoto. Oh, and how
4: about Ken Rosenthal today, reporting?
3: Um, I like
4: actually reporting, not just saying it on NBC Sports Boston and then sort of hemming and hung around it. Uh, that the Dodgers are in talks to acquire Tyler Glasnow as well. And, hey, why not just grab Manuel Margot while you're at it? <sighs> give up a couple of prospects just get and, and just make a super team. Now, again, there is no guarantee because of the way that the baseball postseason works. Anyone just has to get in. You can have 84 wins like the Diamondbacks, and you can pitch your way to the World Series. Right. So there's no guarantee. It's, it ain't like it used to be. these ain't, ain't your Pappy's baseball playoffs. It is not. However, this team would be.
3: Sick. Be a wagon. And I, going back to uh, Merloni's confidence, I think one of his reasonings was if the Dodgers are interested in Glass now, maybe that means they don't think they can get Yamamoto. And that, I mean, they could get all these guys for, for, you know, my thought on it. But I think it was like the Mets might be interested in Blake Snell. And like, does that mean that they're out on Yamamoto? It's like, I don't know. Like those teams with those owners, I feel like could make a splash on both fronts. And especially Yamamoto is a little bit different because Yamamoto is so much younger than all these other guys that you could sign him now and you have him for forever. And then you kind of maximize what you get with, with those guys. So I think I, I just, even though the Red Sox are uh, one of what four or five teams that are, that are having the meeting, how mm-hmm. many times do they finish? second third or fourth when trying to sign a guy and i'm not even talking about a guy making 300 million i'm talking about a guy that's making 45 or 50 million dollars total for the contract not in a year but for the whole deal and the red sox are still usually short on those guys
4: do you get anything you can use when you finish second or third bidding for a coveted free agent like uh do you get like a prize or a credit or trade exemption
3: you get a couple of tweets you can put out there uh you get some yeah people talk optics maybe maybe it almost looks worse doesn't it? Like, like, so you were trying Almost on all these. Absolutely guys. makes it. It for worse. sure looks worse, right? It for sure looks worse because you're 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 telling the world that you're interested in all these guys, and you come up short every single time. So to this point, they have they have brought in a couple of guys. It was uh, Cooper Griswold. Oh, man, he's
4: the best. Cooper Griswold, is that like a long-lost yeah. cousin or nephew of Clark?
3: He was, yeah, he was in the vacation uh, sequel. He was, he, the oh, the vacation. In, yeah, he was in the Christmas vacation. Oh, the new one with Ed Helms? Yeah, he was in that one. Uh, let's go back to the phones. We have Darren in Belmont. He joins us next year on WEI. What's up, Darren?
2: God, I've been waiting to call, and I get more depressed thinking about the Patriots and the Red Sox every moment I listen to you guys. <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. We're if doing sad, our job, baby. I, I, I just want to talk about the Pats, but do you think yeah. – that Henry is going to change and the Red Sox are going to all of a sudden sign these plays. It's never going to happen. We're going to last place. Yep. We're going to have a rotation, of Kluber, Waka. Um, I can name all the retreads they're going to try to bring in, but uh. that's another time and another story. Um, I'm, two things about the Patriots. Maybe you enlighten me. You're, both guys are in the media. Why do the media still continue to ask Belichick the same question about are you going to be here next year? You're not going to be here. You think Bill is all of a sudden going to open up and talk to us about this?
3: So real quick, Darren, we just told a story about that. I do think, yeah, I think you got to ask him most of the time. You're right. A high percentage of the time he's going to say we're on to Cincinnati or we're getting ready for Kansas City or whatever yeah. the, the, the term is. But every once in a while he kind of surprises you and he will give you a full-on answer. And I think sometimes his non-answers – or at least what we're talking about and what, what you know a lot of fans want to hear okay. about.
2: Okay. And the second thing, I'm mean, really, really disappointed in Bob Kraft. He could have stopped this whole fiasco, and it makes the organization look bad. Bob Kraft about three weeks ago should have said, you know, the season is terrible. We're disappointed. We're going to take a look at everything from the top to the bottom, and we will make some decisions that's the right for the franchise moving forward and put a curtail on it so no one will continue talking about Bob Is standing in the background, not really discussing this, and I'm really upset at him because Belichick and Brady earned him billions, and he he is a forefront of the NFL, but he's not acting it right now.
3: All right, interesting, Darren. Thanks for the phone call. Uh, Fitzy, if there's three different ways that this, I guess, could have worked out, if you're Robert Kraft and if you're in charge and this season is going sideways, Mm -hmm. I guess there's three possibilities. There's one, fire Belichick in season and we've sort of gone through all the different reasons why we think that's probably not the best idea. Two, give them uh, the the dreaded vote of confidence that a lot of uh, GMs do, and then they end up firing the coach anyway, and then you, you end up, you know, you have to go back on your word. Like, say he publicly said after week six, mm-hmm. stop the nonsense, Bill's going to be back next year, and then you fire him at the end of the year. Or three, what's going on right now where you don't really say anything publicly, and you just kind of... Let these different stories like get leaked out there and you try to put out the fires the best you can.
4: I can't imagine that you know, Robert Kraft who has seen abysmal showings by his team, he's seen empty seats, he's heard negative press, he's heard all the criticisms of the team, that he's possibly enjoying all of this. I, I can't imagine that he thinks this is in any way, shape, or form good for the franchise. But
3: aren't the other two things more damning? Like, I'm not trying to make excuses for Robert because he's, mm-hmm. he's in a tough spot. And like, if you're like Darren and others, maybe you don't think he's handling it right. But I don't think he should have fired him in season. And I but, also think it's tough if in the back of your mind you're thinking this is going to be the last year and then you have to do the fake, he'll be back. So stop asking questions. He'll be back. And then three months later he's gone. And then you get going to be asking questions and be like, hey, remember when you said he was going to be back? Like, wh- what was that about? And they're like, oh well, I changed my mind. Like that, that you put your, you back yourself into a corner if you do it that way.
4: Yeah, but why not just pull the old like, there's no one better for this football team right now than Bill Belichick. So that way, yeah. when someone says like, ah, Mr. Kraft, five weeks, said that was at the time. Yeah, right. And then you're like, see how things go. And then you see we're just gonna say, how oh, yeah, hey, hey, you know, but you then can yeah. always do we're all day. You know what? You know what? We're all day to day here.
3: <laughs> yeah, that is true. We're all day to day. We're all, all getting day-to-day. ready. We're all getting ready for Kansas City. So you can join the program if you want to talk about Yamamoto, if you want to talk about the lack of uh, anything cooking for the Red Sox this offseason. Jump in here at 617-779-7937. We'll also later on play Guess Them Stats. I got some stats I want Fitzy to guess. So we're going to play another uh, edition of Guess Them Stats. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy, but right now here is Stiz with What's Trending.
0: The Greg Hill Show, weekdays 6 to 10. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI.
1: Trending now brought to you by Cars for Kids. Celtics win streak at home now at 11 as the Celtics beat the Cavs last night, 120 to 113 at the TD Garden. Celtics trailed by 15 points in the first quarter, but had a 9-0 run late in the fourth to seal the deal. Jason Tatum, Jalen Brown both had 25 points. Tatum also had 10 rebounds. Celtics will try and beat Cleveland twice in three days when the two, two teams meet again tomorrow night at the TD Garden tip off at 730. Bruins on the road tonight in New Jersey to face the Devils. Puck drops about 15 minutes, 730 from the Prudential Center in Jersey. Devils have won six of their last eight games and the Bruins will be without Pavel Zaka and Charlie McAvoy. Patriots continue to get ready to host the Chiefs on Sunday at Gillette Stadium. Kickoff at 1 p.m. Ramondre Stevenson was absent during practice today. He's still dealing with a high ankle sprain. Christian Barmore, Kayshawn Booty, Trent Brown, Devontae Parker, DeMario Douglas, and Juju Smith-Schuster all on limited participation. Devin McCourty was on with the Greg Hill Show earlier this morning. He spoke on the challenge of the Chiefs defense.
2: I, I think they have a shot because I think Kansas City's offense hasn't done much. I think it'll be more of a defensive game because I think uh, I think Kansas City's defense is, is better than some of the defenses they played over the last few weeks. So I think that is going to be a tough challenge because Kansas City is coming in here. They like they should be on fire. So I, I do think the 1 p.m. game will help New England rather than you know Monday night prime time with Kansas City. Um, but I think it'll be a, it'll be a, a, a tall hill for New England to climb um, going against Kansas City who's fighting for their lives.
1: Trending once again brought to you by Cars for Kids. Don't waste time trying to get rid of your old or broken car. Cars for Kids, the easiest, fastest way to donate your car and get a tax deduction. Go to carsforkids.org today. That's Cars with a K. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and on WEI.com. More risky show coming up.
0: Remember, you can listen to WEEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEEI. Now, more of the Rich Keith Show on WEEI.
3: Back here on the Rich Keith Show with Fitzy, WEEI. It's a full time program, taking up until 10 o'clock. If you missed any of the show, you can... Download, subscribe, the Rich Keefe Show podcast on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You can also watch the show on Twitch. Just follow WEI. You can jump in the old Twitch chat hop in there. You can take a look at us. Fitzy wearing a nice Santa Claus hat and Prison City Brewing T-shirt. Looking very good, Fitzy. Just received a nice holiday gift from our friends
4: at Prison City Brewing in beautiful Auburn, New York. That's right. Rich, got to say. Yeah. Uh, one of the best named beers I've ever had. It was named after one of my uh, one of my favorite quotes in one of my favorite movies. Mm-hmm. Welcome to the party, pal. Uh, Pretty from great. Die Hard. Yeah. Uh, and the idea was it was a Christmas release, hazy IPA, banger of a beer. Got to mm-hmm. just be completely honest. Phenomenal. Sure is. Uh, is Die Hard a Christmas movie to you, though? I know you and Hart did some Christmas movie ranking last night.
3: Yeah, it is. To me, but it can is. can you watch it? Okay, but it's but also I can oh, yeah. watch
4: a Christmas movie in April. I'll yeah. watch Die Hard. All three hundred sixty-five days of the year.
3: But see, I feel like there are some that cross over, like Gremlins. I can watch it anytime. Home Alone, honestly, I could probably watch it any time. It's more synonymous Mm -hmm. with Christmas for me. But I don't. I wouldn't have a problem watching Home Alone in April or May. Are you going
4: to watch It's a Wonderful Life in
3: June? I wouldn't probably no, no. That's what it's. But is that what makes it like so? Like how you're talking like Halloween and horror. Like I can watch horror year round. You're know, you gonna yeah, turn on
4: Hallmark channel and watch <laughs> Chemo for Christmas on in like May. Probably wouldn't
3: do that in December either. But uh yeah, no, I mean I get your point. I don't know if that makes I it. Apologize, I'm not trying to be insensitive. When I say that some like, people really like a, a Hallmark movie. Some people are. Did Come Candace? On. Can, Have did you Candace ever watched a Hallmark Bure? movie? Have I, yeah, probably. Was not Candace B- Cameron Bure in those? Then she got canceled, I think. So oh no, no! And then what's her name? Remember the uh, Lori Laughlin? That's uh, who I'm yeah. thinking of. She was like the queen of them. She was the queen of them, and then she had that scandal where she got her daughter into school. She paid off to get her daughter into like Southern mm-hmm. Cal. Yeah. And then I think she got like sneaky canceled. And that she might be back making those. She moves. back? Or she go to like jail? Never. She was like a, she went to court for that. No, I she think may she have did. did. She went she to, to some prison. Hard time. Yeah. So because her so her daughter could go to Southern Cal. That seems like the risk reward there to me is not really uh, worth uh, it. And she had to go do like Christmas shoes
4: three, four, and five. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's probably
1: what it was. She did two months. She had
3: two months in the uh, slammer in, for that? In the, in the big house. Wow. That's something else. Lori
1: Laughlin up at Sing Sing.
3: It's incredible.
4: All right, so Aunt uh, Becky. Rich, it is a would you rather Wednesday? Would you rather eat a whole fruit cake or <laughs> sit through three <laughs> Hallmark
3: movies? I'll probably eat that I'd probably eat that fruitcake. See, I think fruitcake doesn't get like not not all fruitcakes suck. I don't know if I've had a good one though. I don't know if I I don't know if I've gone to the right place. I haven't tried many because it, it's so synonymous with just a trash food. It's like a punchline in a lot of places. So I don't even think people actively bring it to parties because like I don't want to be that guy, right? <laughs> so, so like an
4: idiot, I yeah. just immediately Google best Hallmark holiday movies. And, and I immediately look at Lori up.
3: Laughlin's filmography. So let's let's cross-reference <laughs> the two. That's where I went.
4: Yeah. All right. So here's the list: North Pole, and of course, this one stars Tiffany Amber Theisen.
3: Oh, probably worth a watch then.
4: Yeah, I'm gonna definitely anything. We got she's Kelly in. in there, sure. We got r- one Royal Holiday. We've got A Princess for Christmas. Uh, Christmas comes twice. That's also on a different channel. <laughs> I
3: was gonna say, careful how you spell that.
4: Chateau Christmas. Okay. Delivered by Christmas, and rounding out the top ten. Christmas Everlasting, A Christmas Melody with Lacey Chabert. Oh, from that's p- probably good, yeah. Party of Five. And Mean Girls. Uh, the Christmas Secret. Uh right. <laughs> The Christmas Secret is <laughs> Dad Left Mom for a Different Reason. <laughs> and, of course, It's Christmas, comma, Eve. It's with Christmas, Leanne
3: comma, Eve. So, Leon Rimes plays a character named Eve, I'm guessing. You, you Yeah. So some of the hallmark movies that Lori Laughlin is in would include Soldier Love Story, <laughs> North Pole, colon, Open for Christmas. <laughs> the sequel Because <in. laughs> North Pole left so many questions. So, yeah. So that's
4: Wait, the follow-up. North Pole, Open for Business yeah. also sounds like it could be it a sure does. different
1: channel. Most <laughs> of these kind of do. We, we might have just d- discovered a game. I
3: think we might think have. we have a new game. Uh, everything, or no, Every Christmas Has a Story, or she played uh, Kate Harper. Uh Homegrown Christmas. Okay. Where she played Maddie I'm Finley. Up. Actually, just the names of her characters is probably, That's on the 420 that, channel. That's where a game is. Yeah, right. Uh, Blessings of Christmas, which comes out this year, as well as Fall into Winter. So she for sure uh is good. It's funny, she wasn't in any TV movies between uh in 19 or 20, so I assume that's when she was in the slammer, because now she's back in stuff again.
4: Good for her. Yeah, she's doing it's, all right. What a nice comeback story. It's like She's the Robert Downey Jr. of Hallmark Channel
3: movies. Yep. She was also in a bunch in the 90s, too. So that must have been like right after Full House. She dove headfirst into Empty Cradle, A Stranger in the Mirror, One of Her Own, Abandoned and Deceived. (laughs) These were all on ABC. You can watch all these movies. See, I got to figure having a career as a Hallmark
4: star. You're doing all right. It's even better than a soap. You don't have to memorize new lines every day. Like, you just have to go mile. Mem- like two or three times a year, you just huh? show up on a set that looks faker than Jerry Jones's face, and you just mm-hmm. you just get out there and just like you know, uh, there's potato, you know, the fake snow falling on you. Memorize a couple lines, kiss it- someone you probably
3: wouldn't normally, and you get a hundred thousand dollars. And so, her daughter that she tried to get into school is a YouTuber and a fashion designer. Anyway, so or uh, just a YouTuber, I guess.
4: Probably doing fine.
3: Yeah, she didn't need she didn't need to go to USC. What was she going to get out of USC? Not okay. much. All right, as you said, would you rather Wednesday, let's go back to baseball real quick for this one. Would you rather, if you're the Red Sox, sign Yamamoto or Jordan Montgomery and Blake Snell? I'm going to go with
4: Montgomery and Snell. That's the better one for the team. But you're talking talking Yamamoto. Splash. yeah. Yamamoto gives us our first Pedro day since Pedro Martinez retired. Correct. L- moved on to the Mets 20 years ago. That's why yeah.
3: I I would actually, I would, I would lean Yamamoto, and I know it's not normally about just winning the offseason. We've seen a lot of teams in every sport have these big free agent spendings, and then they go out there and they stink. But I think if he's as good as advertised, plus you get that big cash, and now you're back on the map again. It's like, oh, the Red Sox, that's a classic Red Sox move, whereas Jordan Montgomery – I don't know. You dig into his, like, numbers and the places that he's been. Like, I think if he came here, he's no lock to be great.
4: That's what I said weeks ago. Yeah, you're right. It's a blowback for him. No,
3: I think you're right. Like, I don't think he's ever been an all-star. And, like, they give out all-star appearances like crazy because every pitcher opts out or every pitcher pitched the day before so they can't pitch. So, like... The fact that he's never been uh, an All Star is kind of crazy.
4: Hey, with the update that Degrom now actually won't start throwing till later than expected and may not pitch until the All Star break, would that preclude? I wonder if the Rangers may get in on one of these guys as well. Like, would they get back in on Montgomery since he was so
3: good when he was with them there? Prob- is it I someone mean, else? Probably. I mean, probably. Are they going to all- suddenly
4: emerge as the as the favorite
3: for Yamamoto out of nowhere? He could. Although Montgomery last year made ten million bucks, he's going to what? Two and a half times that. Yeah, I'm figuring he's probably going to get like 25, five, 22, yes. 25, yeah, twenty
4: five yeah, twenty four, twenty five, something ridiculous. Because Eduardo
3: Rodriguez just got what eighty million for four years Ugh, with the on snakes. The Diamondbacks.
4: Yeah. Uh, snakes, snakes.
3: Uh, all right, here you go, Fitzy. This is a, this is a, this is a, this is a thinker. Okay, for the Patriots, mm-hmm. for you though, you specifically, would you rather the Patriots win out or lose out? Yeah, see, we asked the tough questions here. On uh, it's like, what was it what was the guy Roy Firestone? Who's the guy? Yeah. that... Made every, yeah, Fireside Chats with Roy Fire. Yeah, yeah, Pete made guys cry. Oh, he made Rod Tidwell cry on an episode. <laughs> <laughs> Show me the money.
4: Mm-hmm. I, you know, I want to tell you they should win out, but losing out is in the best interest of the football team. So wow,
3: I'm gonna. Uh, okay, no, I agree not. with you. Fine. No, no, yeah. I agree. I think it should be lose out. So. If they in every game, if they had like the mathematical chance of making the playoffs, I could understand the argument for win out, even though, again, big picture, long term. It's still not what's best for the team, nope. but you could always just sell yourself. Like, hey, you, I'm trying to make the playoffs every year, blah, blah, blah. You've, you're eliminated. You're already eliminated. So if you go seven and ten, I'd be terrified because then I feel like less changes are on the way and then you're stuck in the same place even longer. Whereas if you lose out, you have the number two pick in the draft. And that should be a, a good place to sort of launch you into the next decade of this team.
4: Yeah, you want that brick blank house of a human being from Notre Dame who just declared he's entering the draft at left tackle? He's yours. You want your quarterback? I don't. In the I want future? a quarterback. Or, no, or
0: Marvin, Harrison. Marvin Harrison. I want Marvin Harrison. You want
4: my...
3: Marvin Harrison more than a quarterback? Yes, I do. Yes, Would I do. Would you rather Marvin Harrison or Drake me? Marvin Harrison Senior, I would take over Drake May. Junior, I would for sure I take said, over Drake I'm not sold on Drake May. I don't okay, need Mitchell Trubisky three, but no, I, I do. Would. I'm interested in Daniels. Yeah, no, no, and I get that, but I think Harrison, or I know Harrison's the guy that I would want, and I think we've seen certain examples around the league, and uh, I think I was talking to Hart about this last week when Jake Browning and the Bengals... One they beat up on Jacksonville, and all Jake Browning did was throw to Jamar Chase, and you are like, all right, Jake Browning, who I don't think is like a starter in the league long term, but even those guys can look a whole lot better if you have a top five, top ten receiver in the league, and I think that's what Harrison's going to be. Yeah, and, Jake and, Browning has looked like a stud the last. <laughs> yes, he's looked really good. All right, would you rather Donovan Mitchell or Jalen Brown?
4: Oh, Spider Mitch, I love that guy. Me game.
3: too. I wanted it. Sorry. I remember I I suggested a couple years ago. They make that trade, and everybody was like, "You're out of your mind! You can't split up the Jays." I'm like, "Donald Mitchell's a stud, and uh, yeah, I would much rather have him." Because there's like a weird they, they. So they played the Cavs last night, and they play the Cavs tomorrow. I think it's a weird. They don't always do so well on the back end of those one and
4: ones. Yeah, I think it's a weird thing that they do that. Like uh, they did that last year, uh, I think with was the it wh- Heat once, and they did it, and they split with the Heat on a Wednesday Friday. Uh, Back to backer in Boston, and I feel like they did that with the Magic at once.
3: So these are these are back to back games at home against the same team, like it's a playoff series, and they're doing it against Orlando. So they play Cleveland again tomorrow, and then Friday, Sunday against Orlando at the Garden. They did. That's strange. That's really strange to me. (laughs) uh, Who's coming up with this? What are they doing this for? So. I don't know if that had anything to do with the in-season tournament and them like moving games around, but that's sort of like an odd scheduling quirk. But anyway, if you love the Cavs and if you love the Magic, good news for you, you're going to see plenty of them. All right, yeah, would- if
4: J- if Jalen Brown, by the way, sh- is scoring five points less per game than mm-hmm. uh, Donovan Mitchell, mm-hmm. less from three points, like his stats all around and across the board aren't as good, does that make me a hater for just saying that I would prefer Donovan Mitchell? Yes, it does. Okay, I was just going to say, I just want to ex- I mean, I to your hater aid? The label. How's your
3: haterade, Fitzy? Yeah. Delicious. Delicious. Heck, hater. I, I, yeah, thanks for RSVPing <laughs> yes to the haters, ball. Would you rather mm-hmm. the Patriots wide receivers, specifically the wide receivers, or the Kansas City Chiefs wide receivers? Oh, God. And so Travis Kelsey's a tight end. I know he plays mm-hmm. like a receiver, but so Travis Kelsey doesn't count. So it's uh, Kadarius Toney. It is Rashi Rice. It is... Justin Watson, I think Marquez Valdez and Marquez Valdez scaling, or wow,
4: if it's all healthy with the Patriots, oh my god, I think I'd prefer the Patriots by a whisker.
3: I think the Patriots might be better. I've I've just seen so many games where Valdez scaling drops a pass, or Kadarius Tony lines up offsides or drops a pass, like those guys. Like that's why Mahomes acted so crazy after the game. He's like he's he's had eleven, twelve weeks of this. So he, point. Right. And so he at least has Kelsey and that's a major difference from the Patriots. Like the Patriots don't have a Kelsey. So it's not like Mahomes is is doing everything with one hand tied behind his back, but that wide receiver core is insane. And that's why I never understood it why nope. they weren't interested in DeAndre Hopkins at the beginning of the year. He was just like massive, he was available.
4: massive mistake. What a yes. just, what a poor play. I don't get they it. absolutely just blew that negotiation making him try to come to them Mm -hmm. for a little extra money. You saw how good he was Monday night. And, Rich, we haven't even had a chance to talk about this yet. I'm sure you and Hart had a little fun with it last night. Monday night was a stunningly entertaining night. We were joking like, oh, it's a BOGO sale of mediocre football. Yeah, neither of them was a spectacular game for the ages, but I sure as blank was entertained by both of them, including... Jacked up, Will Levis Oof. leading that company. Hey, you know what? All of a sudden, we may want to walk back the Mister Banana Peels and uh, Mayo Coffee. Mayo Coffee, had uh, have a, a nice game. Impressive comeback, and also the Miami Dolphins. Whoops, well, not so Oops. good when you don't have Tyreek Hill. huh?
3: DeAndre Hopkins, uh, seven catches, one hundred twenty-four yards and a touchdown. He's on pace for like another eleven hundred-yard season. Like, still yeah. very, very good. But yeah, Miami losing. Just kind of throws it like the AFC is wide open right now. Why
4: it's it's anyone's. It's, I mean, yeah. It is absolutely anyone's at this point. And who was it who pushed the? It was the Rams. If the Rams can travel to Baltimore,
3: oh my, they lost it, it in overtime.
4: Showroom, I know. And push them to overtime. Yeah. Then other teams have to feel pretty good with a a fluid passing attack and a stud running back about being able to give the Rams uh, excuse me give the Ravens a game like. You can, you could can tell me any one of six teams represents the AFC in the Super Bowl right now and I would not bet a lash.
3: Let's do, let me do this. On 12 13 23, that's today's date. If you were given a crisp $100 bill, but the catch is, you have to bet right now all of it on one team in the AFC to be in the Super Bowl, who would you put it on? Mother of pearl. Yeah. The, again, these are the top these are the hard hitters. That's not going to be Kansas City. It doesn't feel like it. I I have a hard time completely betting against Patrick Mahomes, but this is essentially found money. And if I'm putting Mm -hmm. it down there, like they don't look good. Like they, they Mm -hmm. look like they're going to be let down by one of their receivers or something like that in the playoffs. I might, I might go with Lamar. Like this is the year that Lamar and the Ravens do it. Cause Miami scares me. And they just, not only did they just lose to Tennessee, but they've lost to the good teams. Buffalo, Maybe they'll they'll trend in the right direction at the end of the year after an up and down start, but there's something about them and McDermott in a big game. Nope, not picking them, not picking Jacksonville, not picking well, the Colts or like any of these other teams. So I think not, I'm gonna uh, take Baltimore. What? Am
4: I gonna go am I gonna go crazy and try to make the most bang on my buck and pick the
3: Bengals? Jake Browning. I think they make the playoffs. I wouldn't pick them to win the whole thing, but you never know. You never know. You get in there. Let's get crazy. Uh, Would you rather human or robot referees in all sports? I would rather robot referees. What if I told you? Okay. So, yeah, I I would agree with you. I was going to say, to push you over the top, I said, what if they all looked like Johnny Five from Short Circuit? That probably would have solved it. No, disassemble Newton
4: Crosby. (laughs)
3: What a great couple uh, of films, but... Uh, really, yeah. really. And just,
4: you know, like, so not culturally stereotypical. No, the right
3: second thing. one, there's no problems there at all. <laughs> they just... That's just good, you just think good old-fashioned You think Stevens casting. every time someone yeah. meets him... They,
4: he's like, weren't you...
3: Yes, I was. You I don't sound like me. that. Yeah, I do. I, no, I this don't don't. is what I
4: sound like. This is my voice. Yeah, don't worry about what happened No, there. I am not going to say Newton Crosby <laughs> for you.
2: Mm-hmm.
4: Uh, I would rather... At this point now, I would rather... I would go robo-umps in every sport for a full season just to see what happens. Yeah, I would love full it. while having to live with the consequences, even if they rise up against us and destroy us. That's
3: likely, but maybe you get some well-officiated games in the meantime. Sure. Yeah. Would you rather string up lights on the Christmas tree and like outside like if you're decorating mm-hmm. outside your house, or wrap all the presents? Oh, God. Wrapping sucks. Wrapping's for Why the birds. Think- I'm not good at it at all. So no. give me the lights.
4: Uh however the only thing is like I stink at the lights and my wife is way better. Interesting. Um, and usually if I'm wrapping gifts it's late at night I may have Yeah. I may have a football game on or a favorite movie. I might also have an adult beverage or six. true. That's true. So, you know, whereas I am not going to involve electricity in adult beverages. So, good
3: point. Yeah, I'm that, go with the wrapping. One is definitely safer outside, of maybe like a paper cut here and there. The other one's much safer. The other one, especially if it involves ladders, like then you are really yeah. kind of putting yourself a chance. Yeah. yeah no thanks. Yeah. Uh, what's the one that you put in here, Fitzy? I can oh, What's you, the word?
4: Would you rather go to a banger of a New Year's oh, Eve party? Got it. Or would you rather go to a really good hungover New Year's Day football party?
3: Oh yeah, the New Year's Day football. Mm. Like, nice time
4: with the misses. You get it dressed is. up. It There's is really good champagne flowing. Although uh, New
3: Year's Eve is my yeah. wedding anniversary.
4: See, look at okay, I got so married on New Year's Eve. Yeah, now, and she has made
3: she has made some fabulous apps. Yes, she has. Yep,
4: great music. you some yep. surrounded by some good people.
3: Yep. So obviously nobody worked with them Radio, correct? Nobody, no, nobody who's ever been <laughs> in this building at any point. Uh, I know. I would. I guess I would go with New Year's Eve. I mean, I do like day drinking, but that's the one night. Yeah, uh, I can stay up. I can stay up and have a nice little time. Yeah, that sounds like fun. I'm good with that. Uh, last one. Would you rather uh, eggnog with whiskey or eggnog with a spiced rum? Neither. How about that? Look at this guy abstaining courteously from no, the. No, I the, would not abstain. No, no brandy. Abstention. What are you putting nope. in there?
4: I'm going to do my favorite. Schnapps? (laughs) (laughs) I'm employed. I'm not doing (laughs) schnapps. (laughs) Uh, No, my favorite drink, uh, the yellow Russian, uh, or sometimes now known as the Ukrainian. I'm going to put vodka and Kahlua in there. Delicious. It's four ounces of eggnog. An ounce of Kahlua, an ounce of vodka, a little sprink of cinnamon and nutmeg on top.
3: Delicious. Dude has
4: a beverage. I, I love know it. what I'm
3: doing tonight. Yep, that sounds great, doesn't it? Yeah, yeah that, that sounds it.
1: delicious. That's robbing people. That sounds <laughs>
3: <laughs> So be it. So be it. The, the night is young. The night is young, as they say. Well, guess what? Uh, we're bringing it back for just the second time, and hopefully uh, the second of many, many, many times. Uh, when we come back, we're going to play a little game. That game, Guess Them Stats. We're going to guess them stats, so go nowhere. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here on WEI.
0: If you missed any of our Patriots Monday and Friday interviews, go back and listen on the podcast anytime. Just subscribe to the Rich Keefe Show on the Odyssey app or wherever you find your podcasts. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on Weei.
3: Oh, that sound right there, of course, means. It's time for another edition of Guess Them Stats. That's right. It's a game that we play on the Rich Keith Show, W-E-E-I, where I'll name a player, and then Fitzy, or whoever the contestant happens to be, has to guess them stats. And it can you a whole bunch of different kinds of stats. Last time we did it, the first time we did it, it was for Mike Gesicki and Juju Smith-Schuster. Uh, stats aren't great. But sometimes it could be for somebody who's got great stats. So on uh, today's Guess Them Stats... We're going to talk about the new additions to the Boston Red Sox. No, it's not Yamamoto or Shohei Otani. They have acquired four players under uh, Craig Breslow. Uh, Four players who have played in the majors, I should say. I'm not counting uh, your guy Richard Fitz. I'm not counting some of those guys uh, who he got from the Alex Verdugo (laughs) trade. (laughs) But guys who have played major league games... Craig Breslow, the new chief baseball officer of the Red Sox, has brought in a few, including former Tampa Bay Rays pitcher Cooper Griswell. Cooper Griswell. If you're looking for him on Twitter, he's at Griswell underscore Cooper. 27-year-old man who pitched for the Rays last year. Fitzy, guess them stats. Last year's ERA for Cooper Griswell. Uh, I know nothing about this man. I would imagine that to be the case.
4: <laughs> I'm going to just out of the blue. Yeah. I don't know how many innings situational usage. Yep. I'm going to go with a 5.13 ERA in 2023. <sighs> not
3: bad. Not bad. 5.73 ERA. What a value. He had an earned run average of just under a touchdown. Uh, <laughs> guess them stats. How many innings? did Cooper Griswell toss last year for the Rays 47 and 2/3. 33 on the nose. 33. The old Larry Bird. Innings. Uh five, seven, 3 was his ERA last season. What is Cooper Griswell's career ERA? Guess them stats. 5 2 7. Hmm. 5 9 7. <laughs> 5 9 7 for the career. Of Cooper Griswold, which to be fair is twelve total games, thirty-seven and two-thirds innings, but at uh, twenty-seven, I think this might be his year. So good addition there from uh, Craig Breslow. All right, moving on, Tyler come up. Tyler O'Neill. Oh yeah, the outfielder who played the last six seasons with the St. Louis Cardinals. How many home runs did Tyler O'Neill hit last season? Guess them stats.
4: Tyler O'Neill. Oh, yeah, man, he's jacked up.
3: Yeah, yeah. This guy, he's yoked. He's yoked. Yeah, Last yeah. Last
4: year, Tyler O'Neill fell out off. of uniform.
3: Yep. Oh, Last year, Ding Dongs for Tyler O'Neill. Guess them stats. Nineteen. Nine. Oof. Nine.
4: Nine. So he's gonna. So he's the. He's the answer to the power hitting.
3: Right fielder we needed. Kid. Nope. Uh guess them stats. Tyler O'Neill's OPS last season. What was Tyler o- O'Neill's OPS last season? Uh Tyler O'Neill's OPS was 782.
4: 715. 715 last year. <laughs> Is this are we guessing? What time does Fitzy wake up?
3: <laughs> 17. <laughs> yep, 715 for Tyler O'Neill. So that'll be uh, one of the outfielders. Uh bats right, throws right, and uh yep. He's Canadian by birth. If you're interested in that, he's also got a lot of tats. Does he really? Guess his them tats. Left arm is a sl- guess them tats. <laughs> <laughs> what does he have? What does he, let's get. I'll guess that. I'm not looking at him, so okay, guess them ahead. tats. Yep. I would say the maple leaf. He's got to have a maple leaf on there. Ah, uh, no. Looks as though he
4: has maple leaf. A some sort of dragon that is devouring his left forearm.
3: I was not going to guess dragon. I didn't realize he was a dragon guy. Suddenly, I'm kind of in on Tyler O'Neill. He's Um, got a big old dragon on there. Was it one of um, the... uh, From Game of Thrones? And he... uh, Just some sort of dragon... Or the talking one with Sean Connery. What was that? (laughs) Uh, Dragon Uh, Hearts? Yeah. I love (laughs) mistakes. It's not great. Uh,
4: And then some sort of, like... Very aggressive shield logo emblem covering the major the majority of his very defined left pectoral muscle.
3: I thought I was going to guess them tats. You're just telling me these tats. Oh, I thought. Oh, I apologize. I was going to guess them tats. So not a Maple Leaf. That's fine. Nope. What about very famous Canadian Mike Myers? Does he have any Mike Myers on him? Uh, Austin awesome Powers, see. maybe Wayne. One of the characters. No Wayne. He no Garth. No. Uh, the guy from Sprockets. <laughs> no, no. All right. <laughs> he is yoked. So he's big. So he's ju- so he's he's well put together. Tyler O'Neill. And so he, they call him a unit. He looked good running around the bases nine times for the round trippers that he hit a what year is ago. That left pectoral tat. What do you got? I
4: don't, what I do you want? his Instagram?
1: How are you finding this? He does have one on his forearm that says, um Canada. Create your own opportunities.
3: That's a nice message. Oh. You know, also, so a, also a fortune that's a pillow cookie. you should find at like the home store. <laughs> yeah. Live,
1: laugh, love.
3: <laughs> he got some bad advice. All right. Hey, listen, they can all be winners. We get him on the show. fantasy. He lost a fantasy league. That could be. Yeah. Uh all right, let's play guess them stats for newly acquired catcher Roberto Perez last season playing for the San Francisco Giants. Roberto Perez's batting average. Guess them stats. I'm going to go with 2.46. 133. You have buck thirty three. Now you only played in five games, so I don't really know what's funnier. Uh, career batting average, right. ten seasons, eight seasons in Cleveland. Last year in San Francisco, twenty twenty two in Pittsburgh. Ten total seasons. Batting average for Roberto Perez. Guess them stats. Uh, why? Why go? Why go away from what's work? Two forty six. Two oh seven. Two oh seven. And finally, on guess them stats, Greg Weiser a 28-year-old relief pitcher they acquired in the Alex Verdugo deal from the New York Yankees last year while pitching for the Yankees. Craig Weisert's ERA was, guess them stats.
4: Greg Wise-er. Um His ERA last year with the Yankees was a uh, nice, shiny 4.79.
3: Oh, this was the one time it was actually lower than your guess, 4.05. Hey. For Craig
4: wiser could hey. be a useful
3: piece. And that's how that's you play piece. Guess Them Stats here on the Rich Keefe Show. Not bad.
4: That's not, always a good
3: time. Not a bad little game. Uh, not at all. Four players that were acquired by uh, Craig Breslow do leave a little to the imagination, but uh, hopefully we're playing uh, Guess Them Stats tomorrow with uh, Yamamoto and hit what his numbers were over in the mm. Japanese League, but I doubt it. Uh, two hours down, two hours to go. We'll turn our attention back to Bill Belichick and the reported mess that is down there at, in Foxborough. You can join us as well. 617-779-7937. It's the Rich Keefe Show with Fitzy here on WEI.